All right, that's it. We're starting another rolling toe here in the uh, auspicious studios in Des Moines, Iowa. And uh, it's the first day of fall and the first fall podcast of the Rolling Toe Show here on September 22nd of 2022. And we are happy to be here. Well, I'm happy to be here. Mike is flying overhead somewhere over Tennessee, probably, and heading back toward home. So it'll just be me here. Uh, I have a few things I suppose I'd like to get off my chest, uh, things I wanted to make sure everybody hears and uh, get recorded for posterity. And I guess the first thing was just reminded of earlier today, talking to a a guy that's trying to start up a mobile alignment business is the tools that we recommend uh, to go along with our alignment tools, tools that we think uh, are helpful for everybody that's doing work out there. The first one of those is, and I know everybody who's doing repairs right now on every Freightliner and Peterbilt and et cetera already knows is the Tiger tool. Getting that to press out bushings, it saves a lot of time. You don't have to wait and send somebody off to a repair shop to get your work done. You can just get the get the bushing pressed out, get a new one in, and save everybody a hassle by being able to do the work yourself. And the second is the Dr. Preload. We've talked to these guys over and over again. You can look them up on YouTube. We have a torque torque setting that we use for bearings, Uh, you know, because it was developed back in the early 90s by a company, well, Federal Mogul and uh, working with Consolidated Freightways, they torqued every bearing on every truck in Consolidated Freightways, or at least in the test fleet for them, up to 100 pounds. Whether it was a steer or a drive or a trailer, they torqued everything up to 100 pounds. Just lift it up off the off the ground, torque it to 100, spin it, make sure it's nice and free. That's it. You're done. You don't have to back it off. Lock in the second nut and you're, you're, you're through for the day. They found better seal life. They found better bearing life. They found that it ran uh, not over temperature, that, uh, that you were not getting metal in the oil, and the, we got better tire life. So we took that. Our customers did not appreciate the idea of torquing up the bearings to 100 pounds, and we reduced it to as low as we could to get the effect we wanted. But that setting, you know, your torque wrench and my torque wrench is sort of spring uh, managed. So we don't know if we're always setting it exactly the same. And honestly, all you're doing, if you're using torque, you're pressing two bearing sets, two tapered bearings toward each other. And by using the torque wrench, you're pushing the inner one or the outer one toward the inner one. And you're lifting the hub, which is sagging down between them. And we find sure that this much torque, 35 pounds on the steer, let's say, it does the job. If, you, if you've got all the way to the wheel and the hub and the drum and the tire sitting on it, then tightening that up is going to satisfy us. But it, does, it doesn't 
it, it's all it's done is lifted a little bit. There's still a gap on the bottom side of the bearing where, you know, the 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 negative side of, you know, a a weight sitting on top of the top of the bearing where there's an empty side on the bottom. So it's not like it's it's not like it's preloaded it. It's just lifted a, a little bit and left a little gap. So eventually it will creep and it will start to spin, especially on the left side. It's rotating the same direction that the nut loosens. So over time, it becomes loose. And you just can't prevent that with just by using torque. You, you get close, you can help, but you, you can't stop it from eventually creeping loose. So you'd have to recheck it over 50,000 miles to make sure that it's still tight. This doctor preload system is a way of reducing the uh, or increasing the time between reducing the number of times you have to recheck it because it actually it sets it very very close to dead zero and uh, leaves it that way locks it in place locks them not better especially than the old double nuts yeah sure we've got better single nuts but they have a very good nut design it was used by Meritor for many years and it, it brings consistency that we kind of were lacking. I, you know, I, I don't, uh, uh, our customers, if the people that we've trained, I trust them. I know they can get the job done, but uh, everybody isn't taking their vehicles to just our customers. So the doctor preload is a way if you had to take it to somebody, as long as they use that doctor preload, then they'll set the bearing in a way that you should see better tire life, better bearing life, better seal life, and everything. So that's a, a product that we always recommend, the product that we want people to be able to use and solve a problem and increase your tire life, save your company money. The third one is... The you're probably all familiar with the True Balance sleeves. That there are a lot of sleeves out there that you can use to uh, install a a wheel, but the True Balance sleeve it stays in place because it's centering the drum and the wheel, and the drum may have a larger diameter hole than the wheel does. They're both supposed to be hub piloting, but if they're not hub piloting, if there's damage to it or for whatever reason, if you can't seem to get this, the assembly to stay straight anymore because somebody scraped those uh, those tangs that hold it together for hub mounting, and it can happen within you know two times that you've changed the tires. They're just rotating tires. Somebody could mess something up. So by using the True Balance sleeves, we, we solve problems. We solve uh, handling issues, vibrations, which we dislike hearing about. And uh, it it saves money again. It uh, it's it's a way of adding to the balance of the assembly. And the fourth is the bolt buster. The bolt buster is an induction heater, and it's a it, it it's not as quick and easy as the blue hammer, but it works. It, it it's an induct a way of uh, using electricity and no flame to heat up a a nut. And it works quickly. The bolt buster does. There are older versions that came from 
various tool manufacturers that would have a 15 second limit on them. The bolt buster is just you press the button and you keep going until you get the nut cherry hot and you can get that thing apart. It also works on tie rods and uh, let's see, bolts themselves, uh, sleeves. You can get adapters or uh, wraps to, for pipes, etc. So it's a good design and I have worked in areas like uh, uh, the solvent companies, or company, chemical companies, where you cannot have an open flame. And having a bolt buster was invaluable at that point. Uh, all right, so that's the uh, that's the the tools that, that I'd like to recommend that everybody start using. They, I don't have uh, I don't have them all grouped up on the website, but I'm going to put together a page for that. We have suggested tools, uh, a tool list that we give to people. I need to put it together on our list to uh, give a shout out to them because they're all doing really good work. And this is talk radio show, a call-in show, uh, and we accept call-ins. And our call-in number here is 855-950-3835. For anybody who has questions about alignments, tire wear, handling, a couple of different vibrations, and uh, the general state of trucking in America, I guess. Uh, and I do have a couple of call-ins, so I'm going to go ahead and see who what's going on with each of them. And let's start with the one that's been holding on since long before the show started. Uh, hello, Canada. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing really good. How's things up there or down here? Good. Uh, we had some frost this morning, so it's getting colder. Do not say that. Just I mean, the <laughs> beginning of fall is not the beginning of winter. These are two different things. There you go. Well, here it is. So, um, I, I got some trouble with uh, outside wear on a, a right side steer tire. Right. And I get a little bit of feathering uh, rough from the inside out and through right. the other way. Now, am I looking at a 55-degree wheel cut issue? There. Well, you could, you could be looking at 55-degree wheel cut making it worse, but anytime you find feathering, you have an alignment problem. Okay. And until because that's solved... Yeah, that, because I have no feathering on the driver's side. It's well, that's, wearing perfectly even. So. Right, right. That's a, that's a, To describe how that happens... Uh, if, if you imagine you're pigeon toed, you're, you got both of your toes pointing towards each other and your heels pointing away from each other. That's, right. that's called on a steer axle, that's called toe in. And imagine, right. well, at least the count of the road or maybe even the drive axles are pushing you toward the ditch and away from the crown. Well, the tire that is pointing away from the crown is rolling with the direction of gravity and the rear end. The, 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 the side that's pointing toward, towards the ground is collecting all the scrub. And that's where right. you're seeing that adverse feathering. So it's a combination of rear end and front end misalignment. Okay. Okay. Um, the one thing that I should mention is I'm in Saskatchewan. And uh -huh. I know that years ago I worked at a dealership in Saskatchewan 
And Mike, through uh, Navistar, um, was helping us with issues, uh, with alignment issues at that time. That was 10, 13 years ago, I think. At least, maybe 20 years ago. Yes, and uh, he did a long seminar series all around North America for Idealis. Right, yeah. And we had uh, very specific issues in Saskatchewan because of the crown of our roads. Could that be my issue or not so much? All roads, all roads have a crown to them. Maybe, maybe Saskatchewan has more of a crown than others, but it is. That's what. Yeah, that's what they had determined at the time was that we have more crown than other provinces in, right. in the country okay. here. So, yeah. But either way, you can you can still account for that. I mean, like I said, if it, if there wasn't a tow problem, actually both tires would have that feathering, and they'd both be pushing off to the right. So you already okay. you know you have one misalignment problem, and then okay. you may still have an additional misalignment problem in the rear. Aside from right. gravity, and you can use the rear end to counter gravity and get the whole thing feeling like it's driving straight or, and acting like oh. it's driving straight. Okay, so my my process is then to check my front, check the toe on the front, and then well, check the whole alignment. I would I would look correct. at my rear alignment too. Yeah, in our in in my process, I always do the toe last. And make sure that it's the last correction made because it seems like everything affects toe. Because if you know, if you had to steer, if as you steer the tires left and right to correct for whatever's going on in the rear, you're you're affecting toe. So okay, make it make it the last thing. Right. Okay, Uh, that should uh, solve my problem. And I've been wondering if it could be a kingpin problem, but. That's kind of the only thing I haven't looked at, but is there a well, possibility there? I, uh, let's see. What year is it? It's an 03. An 03? Then it's a, it's, it is a possibility. But so far, okay. I haven't heard anything that says it is the kingpin. Okay. So. Okay. Okay. Good enough. Yeah. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time. Yeah, no problem. All right. Thanks for calling. Okay. And let us know how it works. All right. Stay warm. All right, you too. All right. All right. Bye. Oh, uh, yeah. Sand worms the thing. I've my jacket that's been sitting on the backside of this door for oh five months. Uh, is going to be necessary even tonight. Dang it. Anyway, all right. We have one more caller, and I know who this is. I think I know who this is. I think it's Shana. And she's coming in to talk about something. Yeah, your favorite topic. Uh-oh. Yes, it is getting cold. No, it's not actually. It's I saw this and it was a joke. And I said, I was really hoping Mike was on today because I had a feeling I'd get him laughing. So I don't know if you guys saw that <laughs> semi-accident down in Oklahoma last week. But the rumor has it that, uh, that their driver had a pretty bad vibration in his seat and he lost his load. <laughs> now, if you Google the uh, the o- Oklahoma and what what he was carrying was adult stuff, so and it's all over the highway in Oklahoma. So I just had to make that joke, and I was wishing my credit 
So no, we've been busy. A lot of motorhomes coming in right now too. There guy just blew a blew a steer tire on his motorhome and ran it on the rim. So Gabe's over oh, hopefully getting that one uh back up and going. But uh we just was out at South Dakota trucking convention last week in Deadwood and the other yeah. one that uh you know, everybody's finally learning that S and B does the M D alignments and everybody's in alignment. Uh, we were golfing in the fifth to the last hole. Uh, one of the nicest trailer salesmen I was golfing with had pulled up kind of just in front of me off to the right. And unfortunately, I sliced that ball so bad, it hit him in the glasses, broke his glasses, oh. cut his nose, and we just determined that Shauna was towed out. And I was out of alignment <laughs> for the rest of the convention. So, <laughs> no, I was just, I thought, you know what, I'm, hadn't talked to you guys in a while just say keep them busy here and actually one of the guys that stopped at the match show uh and talked with all of us came in on monday and did the doctor preload and the whole alignment needed a new tie rod and wheel bearings and it was a pretty bit long job on a 93 yeah kenworth a 93 a 93 had almost three million miles on it the guys guys only had it for a year so it oh. needed some work but no and it was fun he said no he enjoyed meeting all of us at matt's truck show and i said that was good so Great. but yeah well, i really don't good. have anything what right. well you're gonna you're gonna have to share the uh oklahoma story to uh the the mb alignment page i i, I unless you have already and i just didn't see it no, I uh, haven't, but yeah, it was it just, yeah, my husband's like, you might have to call those guys and tell them the guy had a vibration in his seat, and I just couldn't help it, so, well, stay warm, it's getting cold, so, all right, have, all right. A, have a great day, talk to you later. You too, thank you, thanks for calling. All right, all right, that's, uh, that's again, Shauna with S&B up in uh, uh, Wisconsin, or South Dakota. Yeah, oh, don't get those mixed up. South Dakota, she's uh, been they've been uh, doing alignments there for over a year, and everything's going really, really well up there. I'm I'm glad to see that just keep growing. Uh, there's a lot of good companies out there, and uh, she's among they're among the best. Gabe is great. The best thing about Gabe, as far as I am concerned, is that he keeps calling us to uh, make sure that he's doing the job right. That's uh, the best customers we've had. I, uh, Marshall over there in Nebraska, uh, He's we, we were working with him before there even was uh, uh, the QCT alignment system. Um, but when he started using it, he, uh, he called Mike, it seemed like every day for three, four years just because uh, just to make sure that he wasn't doing something wrong and uh from that i mean he's one of the better one of the most respected uh alignment people in you know in the midwest working out of lincoln now mostly working on fremont contract carriers vehicles <clears throat> all right uh we got a couple more calls uh let's go ahead and see what this is and by the way you can find all those people all those most of those alignment shops there on, on our, not only on our website where we have a shop locator, but they're on the MD alignment Facebook group where they're posting work of, uh, that they're doing and uh, the stories they've got. 
All right, let's see here from Terry. Let's see what he's got. Hello, Terry. Uh, thanks for taking. Yes, uh, thanks for taking my call. I've got a 2012 Volvo uh, 430 um, with super singles on it, and the drive tires from the time it's been new uh, have always worn the outside edge of the tires, not the inside. Um, I've had it aligned three or four times, four times over the uh, course of the last 10 years, and no difference. The rest of the tire wears fine. I don't know. Now, do you know, is it a zero offset or a two-inch offset wheel? Uh, zeros. It came from the factory zero. with this. Yep. It uh, came from the factory with the super singles. I ordered it that way. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, I, I, I realize it's probably not, uh, probably not important, but I'm wondering, does it have disc brakes? No, it does not. It's got drums. It it's a That's, 2012, right. so they didn't yeah. come out with the the disc brakes until 14, I believe. So. Right. Okay, it's a 12. It's got about a million miles on it? Yep, almost 1.2. 1.2, okay. and, uh, and it's always worn the outside edge of the, of the drives. Yep, okay. and it's all four. Uh, they wear the same. Uh, the, the center part of the, the tread part of the tire wears fine, equal across. I run 115 pounds of pressure in all the tires. Right. So, and this wear on the outside edge, what's it? Is it is it just wearing straight down? Does it look kind of like rubber wear? Or is it cupped? Or what's the... It's, it's not cupped. It's just, uh, it's just a, kind of a smooth... Uh, normal, consistent wear. Um, mm. that it, it's almost like it's riding on the outside edge of the tire more, right, right. more than the inside. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was wondering if it was, uh, one of the things that could cause that kind of thing. It would be a surprise if it was this consistent, but it would be uh, a bent rim, uh, like the, the, the bell of the rim. Uh, is a smaller diameter on one side of the wheel than the other. But it would be a real surprise for all four of them to have the same problem on the same side of the bell on a zero offset rim. So I, I don't well, think correct. that's the issue, but that would be the thing that would be. You know, the, the other, I mean, uh, what is it you do with the truck? Um, I just pull a van. Um, pull a van and uh, yeah, I, Van Freight. I I used to pull Hopper with it, um, and the tires were the same at that with that as well. Um, mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I've been pulling Van for the last six, seven years now, and mm -hmm. uh, still no change. And you can say it's been doing it since the truck was new. That's Every really set new. of tires wears wears the same, and it's all four are virtually identical. And uh, yeah. I've got, uh, I, I don't know the exact mileage that I have on the tires right now, uh, but I'm at the point now where I'm thinking I may just swap them on the rim and, and run them out on the other side so they've, you know, wear equally. Is that something yeah. How that much? I should do? Uh, it wouldn't hurt. It would be a nice experiment. But uh, how much tire life are you getting out of them? I mean, how much tire life are you losing because of the wear? Uh, 
Well, I'm getting 370, 350,000 miles out of a set of drives. Well, that's pretty dang good. Um, Is it? Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Well, for a, you expect a 25% loss when you switch to super singles because they have 25% less footprint to put the torque through. So it's going to wear faster. And a half a million miles would be great for, uh, I mean, almost unheard of for a, for a set of duels, you know, for interstate work uh, with a normal load. So if you can get, you know, 350,000 on your super singles, you're actually doing really well. So, but we would like to see everything out of them. Uh, and I guess the, 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 if it was speed, it should be both edges. The only thing that would make sense to me is if it was uh, scrub. In other words, if it's scrubbing left and right. But that would mean you would probably see it more on the front than on the rear because the front is, or the, the rear is scrubbing more than the front because it scrubs through turns. So do you, I mean, is there a difference in life between the drives? Um, the, yeah, the, the rear drives do, uh, go, I I'd go through them a little quicker. Um, right. I would, I would say maybe 25% quicker than the, than the fronts I would yeah. say, but not a, not a lot. Um, it, right. it's pretty consistent, but yeah, there is a little bit more wear in the rear. Yeah. yeah but, but it's still, it's still just as, uh, what would you say? This is obvious of wear on the outside edge. Yes, correct. Okay. Interesting. Then, uh, uh, yeah, I would be there. There's two things I can think of. One is all your rims are bad. That's a possibility, but it doesn't sound real because it's been doing it since new. And then the other is the the issue that we were having with super singles all the way back in, in 2012 and before is uh, they're, especially with two-inch offset rims, they're putting so much stress on the uh, uh, end of the axle that you're seeing that inside edge wear. So is it possible that these axles were cambered the other way by Volvo and it's actually overcompensating for the uh, what the flex that we expect to see. And that's not it's not a consistent problem I've heard of from Volvo, so I, I can't say that this is what it is. But uh, I'd be interested in a, a couple of measurements to see if that's that's why you're only seeing outside edgeware. Okay, well that's interesting. Um, I do have the heavier dutier rear ends in this um, because at that time when I spec the truck, they would not allow me to run super singles from the factory unless I had the heavier duty or rear ends in it, which this does with, right. with the bigger bearings. So it does right. have the bigger bearings in it uh, and the heavier duty or rear ends. So uh, maybe that is the case is maybe they did something from the factory on this particular setup. I don't, I don't know. So, yeah, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not sure either. You, you can prove it with some measurements. You know, to get a, get a, you know, you you have a level on your phone, and if you just put like a a straight edge across vertically across the tire, top to bottom, and then measure the camber, you know, make, get a, a measurement and see if it's dead level, uh, or if it's uh, if it's leaning away from uh, uh, the frame. 
and top away from the okay. frame, that would mean it's yep. got negative camber across the axle. And that might be why you're getting that. But it's 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 not bad because you're still seeing really good life out of the tires. Okay. So. Well, and that's where I I only know a few people that have uh, run super singles, and they are pulling flatbeds and and other mm-hmm. types of freight. So I don't have anything to compare to on anybody else. But uh, just yeah. have noticed this, like they say, through the life of the truck, and it's always made me uh, scratch my head. And and yeah. I've had it aligned multiple times. And they say, oh, it's right on, and it's right where it mm-hmm. needs to be. But yet I still have this tire wear. So I got that tire wear. I right. will. Yeah, I'll look at the camber and uh, see what's going on there. Maybe that uh, will be the tall tail sign. Okay. All right. Uh, thank you Great. for the call and uh, let us know. Yep. Thank you. All right. We'll do. Thank you. Bye. All right. That was another another good call uh, about another interesting problem. I'm probably going to end up hearing. Uh, that there was a there was a another obvious answer that I should have known, um, but that's that's what makes sense to me. <clears throat> anyway, all right, I got a, another call from well, it looks like San, uh, South Dakota also, and just something about handling on a suburban. Hello, hey Kevin, uh, South Dakota, yeah. Hey Kevin, is it all right if I pester you with a question about a passenger vehicle? Well, uh, I suppose. <laughs> I assume since you took the call, it's okay. So do the same <laughs> yeah. rules apply in handling as they do to a truck? Meaning if you have a vibration, if it's in the feet and seat, it's drive line, And if it's hands and steering wheel, it's front end and alignment. Yes, that's all. That's all still true. Okay. Okay. So here's the vibration question. Before I had it in both the feet and, uh, yeah, in the seat and in the hands. So, and the steering wheel. So I took the, the wheels off, the rotors were warped and replaced pads and rotors. The handling got better. The vibration in the, in the steering wheel went away. But now when I hit 75 mile an hour, I feel it in just the seat. Uh, and it okay. feels, so the driveline somewhere. Well, drive line or, or rear, I mean, uh, when you get a highway vibration like that, uh, what year is this thing? 16. Oh, 16. Okay. Yeah, when you get a, a highway vibration like that, uh, highway speed, we usually look at balance. And um, okay. they, for instance, they still make those uh, Centromatics for this size vehicle. And that could solve your problem back there. Uh, but yes, it could also be anything from, uh, the gears in the rear to the transmission, uh, that, that, uh, I suppose engines out because we're talking, we're only talking about high speed, but yeah, anything from the transmission back could be causing that vibration. Okay. And this feels like it's still in the front end, like it's, but it's not in the steering wheel, only at high speed. And I wondered about balance. Um, they are balanced, but I'm not saying they're correct. So I could rebalance the front as well. Right. Right. Yeah. All of them. Everything should be balanced. Okay. Uh, uh, and again, now I got to say that, uh, uh, when, whenever in racing, if you figure that the problem is coming from the front, the solution is going to be in the rear, but this is, this is normally involving handling. 
You're not you're not having any handling issues anymore, are you? Nope. No. So yeah, yeah. This is this all still holds true. You've got a you got some kind of an issue. Hopefully it's just balance, but it could be anything from the tires to the transmission. Okay. Yeah. That's where I'll go. All right. right. Thanks for your help. No problem. All right. Goodbye. All right. Now that's uh. That's, that's actually the last of the waiting calls. And uh, if anybody else had any questions about um, hopefully bigger vehicles, but I'll, I'll answer all your questions. Uh, 855-950-3835 is our number here at the studio. And Mike would say that I need to repeat that again because he's old. 855-950-3835. And if, let's see, if we don't have any calls, then I'm going to end up going into another area that uh, I, I kind of wanted to talk about and make sure everybody understands, especially if you are in alignment operation or if you, you're going to get an alignment. Uh, if they can't recheck their work, then there's no way to know that you got an alignment done. If you don't recheck your work, if you just, uh, when I teach people how to do an alignment, I tell them, okay, you know, the tie rod is, a, you know, it's a, it's a pipe. And as you turn it, that 360 degrees of that pipe, you'll get a full inch toe change. So if you turn it a quarter turn of that pipe, you'll get a quarter inch toe change. This is mathematically, that's how it's supposed to work. But well, you don't know that that's how it did work until you back it up and roll it forward and recheck it. You could have done exactly what you were supposed to do and still end up with a, a not enough change because there's just too many components, too much rubber, too much, uh, too many gaps in you know the tie rod end, the bearing, and the the steering components to to know that that quarter of an inch turn actually got you a quarter of an inch toe change. So if, if they don't back it out of the shop roll it back into the shop and recheck that truck after they've done an alignment, you probably did not get a full alignment. Now, in the end, uh, when, it gets to, when it gets to the bottom and you're finally making only a 32nd of an inch shim adjustment on one axle or a 32nd inch toe change, but only on the steer axle, you didn't have to do anything in the rear. In the end, you don't have to uh, correct that. You don't, you don't. You don't have to recheck your work yeah, because the one thirty-second of an inch is the margin within we're all working. And so once you've made a thirty-second of an inch adjustment, you've done all you can. All right. Uh, so recheck your work, and that that when we're talking about a conventional alignment system, a rack, a uh, beeline, a hunter. Uh, they, they don't teach that. Now, I don't mean to, uh, um, I don't, I mean, you're not supposed to trash tag your competition, but I do need to point that out that this is a, this is a decision. This is a process that our alignment companies work with and almost no other alignment companies do. So if you ever heard that there's, you know, that empty alignment, you know, they're really great. They got, uh, the work done. It's kind of because we do two alignments where they do one. They get it up on the rack, they measure it, they set everything, and that's it. They just stop. That's it. As far as they know, that's that vehicle is now aligned. 
we're unsatisfied with that. We get it, we measure it, we make our corrections, we back it out, we roll it in, and then we measure it again. And we'll make more corrections if it needs to be made. That's, uh, that's the, the real difference between our philosophy and theirs. And if you can't, if you couldn't recheck your work and get what you expected to get, what you just told the customer according to your sheet that it was, if you couldn't recheck it, then why are you even doing alignments? What, what, what was the point altogether to getting this done? I, as far as I'm concerned, they're just collecting money. All right, so that's that's uh, the, the the other got to get it off my chest thing. Uh, after that, it's uh, there's there's plenty of places in the country. I think we've got almost 200 uh, public services listed on our website doing alignments right now. I have to call all of them and all of my other customers all year long to make sure everybody's still doing everything right, that there hasn't been turnover. Uh, that they haven't forgotten how to get everything done, that they didn't, they didn't have questions that they never called and got an answer on, you know. So, I it takes me a little while to get to everybody, but those 200 or so that are on our list, you should be able to get a better alignment out of any one of them than any other shop that you might go to. That's uh, that's our belief. That's what we train them to do. That's our expectation, uh, and. It should be in a quicker process than anything else, too. But uh, that, of course, depends on the track. So, again, the, the number here for our listeners is 855-950-3835. And uh, I have received an email from Shauna with the Oklahoma crash story that I'm going to end up having to post onto our MD alignment group on Facebook so that everybody understands where the vibrating issue in the seat of this guy's truck came from. Uh, so apparently adult toys, now those are the only good vibrations out there, I think. Uh, adult toys cause vibrations also, and that can lead to accidents. Everybody be careful. Uh, yeah, I was just talking to somebody Earlier this week, that was uh, concerned, has growing concerned about the driving habits of his fellow truckers and the madmen in four-wheel vehicles. That uh, it's getting too crazy, and maybe this adult toy story is is part of why. <laughs> All right. So again, we've got a call at number eight five five nine five zero three eight three five. I, I was too busy this morning to set up a special guest, although I got one out of Shauna. Uh, but um, here for anybody listening to cover their questions on alignment, tire wear, handling, or some vibrations. Now, if you are driving and you do want to know if your vehicle is properly aligned, then we also have a check for you. We have a way of, of understanding if the vehicle that you're in is is actually driving straight, if, if uh, alignment is costing you money. Now, first off, if it grabs grooves in the road, if you have to herd it down the road all day, 
if it uh, if it doesn't seem to know exactly which direction it's going, even though you had it aligned, uh, they missed something, and it's probably toe, and it's probably because they can't recheck their work. Okay, but then second. If you're driving down the highway on a nice straight piece of road like they got in South Dakota, and you're at 60 miles an hour, right-hand lane or more, doesn't matter how fast, but 60 miles an hour is our guide. Right-hand lane, no wind. I guess we came up with this guide back when the speed limit was 55. All right, right-hand lane, no wind, driving along at highway speed, and you let go of the steering wheel, then it should take more than two seconds before your right tire gets to that white line on the right side. Because there is gravity, as we discussed earlier with the ground of the road. There is gravity, and it will pull you to the right. But if it takes less than two seconds for that gravity to get you to the right, then your alignment is costing you money. And that's what we're trying to solve here, right? We're all businessmen as we drive down the highway. And the business is uh, keeping your keeping your vehicle costs as low as possible and hauling as much freight as you can. Uh, the, the tire issue is the most expensive maintenance issue you've got on the truck that you can control as a driver. So keeping your air up, keeping your bearings maintained, keeping your balance taken care of, and I, I recommend a dynamic balancer, uh, and keeping it aligned, those are keys to keeping your truck profitable. If, if you're not doing it, then you're costing yourself money. And not only that, but you're making your day worse. You know, you've got vibrations in your hands and in your seat, and you're fighting the truck all the way down the road all day. It's a, it's, it's um, kind of uh, you're, you're shooting yourself in the foot for not taking care of it. Now, if you're a company driver, you know, it's a, it's a little harder to get the company to get the work done, uh, but it is costing them money too. So if they would just do it, if they would just listen to you, or uh, if you if you get if you're so sick of hurting it down the road, you just go ahead and take care of it yourself. Well, you can save them money and save yourself stress. All right. So again, we've got uh, we might have a short show today because I, I don't have any more calls coming in at eight five five nine five zero three eight three five. Uh, but I do have more things to talk about if I can take the time to talk about it. They might not be as exciting as Mike singing songs and uh, telling dirty jokes and the, the like. But uh, I do have things that I, I, I am sure are valuable, uh, if not all that exciting. And the next topic. I've already covered that. I've already covered that. Oh, well, I can talk about Milwaukee tools. Uh, I know it's not, it's not a big deal anymore because uh, it's been, what, five, six years easily that these 
battery-powered impact tools have been out there. But man, that has really made my whole life better. I don't have to be tied to a shop that has a compressor to get the work done. If I've got a Milwaukee impact, either a half inch or three quarter, I can get a lot of work done out in the parking lot. And that's, that's very, very nice. All right. I do have another call. It looks like it's from maybe Washington and he's got a trailer. Let's see what he's got. Howdy. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, this is my first time even realizing that you people exist on this uh, streaming thing. But anyway, I, <laughs> I've got a, qu- a question about, uh, it's a stupid question, but nonetheless, uh, as I am going to approach my boss, we ain't got but three trucks or a brand new uh, company. But I, I wanted to touch base, first of all, on that alignment and that recheck thing. It reminds me, as you get your tires balanced, they spit on a tire machine, they put the lead weights on, they take it off, and then I tell them, I got a $10 bill right now, you put it back on that machine, and and then, so it'll tell us, so it'll come up balanced again. I've never had yeah. to give them the $10. <laughs> They're the equipment out of calibration. It, it's just amazing to me. And some of them will say, no, we ain't going to do that. We got to go. We, gotta, we ain't got time. They know that it didn't balance that tire. Yeah, right. you know. And it would make sense what you said. So then tell me again. I'm going to, if I'm going to get a rig uh, uh, aligned, then, then I, I'm going to ask them before I set it up, do you recheck the alignment? Is that what I'm asking them? Yeah. Is that yeah. what you call that? Yeah. I said, yeah, recheck. In other words, don't tell me you're going to take it for a test drive. Tell me you're going to recheck your numbers after you got done. I mean, can you take it out of the shop, put it back on the rack, and put in or in the shop? And in our case, we don't use racks. And uh, yeah. recheck your numbers. Well, you yeah. Recheck your work. How how do I know you actually did the job? How do they know? They don't exactly. Know. They I like it. I, yeah, they just exactly. Thank you. That's, I, what a no brainer. Right, now what we got is uh, uh, I believe it to be a 2018 Vanguard. The three trailers we bought. It's a, the reefer van uh, box trailers, and uh, this trailer in particular is cupping the inside tires. Uh, on on all the way around uh, of of each tire, so then that's an alignment problem, right? No, no, nope, not an alignment problem. It's uh, oh, right. recall, okay. you, the guy earlier was talking about the the drive tires that are wearing on the outside edge, right? Right. Yeah, we always expect it to happen on the inside edge, and it's because uh, they're making the axles thinner to save weight. And by making it thinner, when the weight sits down on it, it's uh, it's cambering the entire axle so that the it's uh, the tires are now sitting on their inside edge more than on their outside edge. I mean, it's not dramatic. It's very minor. It's only, what, a half degree or less. But it's happening. And it, because it's happening, it's causing tire wear. And this, is, this has happened in your case. I can already tell you, you have a Hendrickson suspension. 
and it's got the uh, seven inch wide uh, bracket that holds the airbag in place. And the and the axle itself, instead of having U bolts holding it in place, it's welded into the the suspension. And that's because the the U bolt that they used to hold the axle in place with, if they tried to do that with this specific axle, it would crush the axle because it's so thin. So they have to weld it into the suspension. And that thinner axle is is flexing. It's especially flexing on the far outside edge, outside of the bracket between that and the and the wheel end. And we know that because for years now. We've been welding angle iron right across the top of the axle, building a bridge across the top of the axle to add back the strength that they had taken out by making it thinner. And <laughs> if we just put that bridge between the two suspension uh, uh, brackets and not on the, uh, toward the wheel end, we don't get any change. We don't get any change in tire wear. But if we put it on the outside, about a foot between the outside bracket and the brake, uh, uh, stop, then we eliminate the wear. So well, now that I, I'm impressed. That you, you, you said all that like you, you knew what you were saying, and I right over my head. Can you give me your personal <laughs> sale number so, yeah. so I can have uh, when I tell you now this Vanguard trailer when we. We've been talking, we've had Love's Tire Tax telling us, well, it's an alignment problem because you're wearing out the inside of the edge. But Utility is the one trailer shop that's in our Spokane area, and we've been talking about as soon as we get these other trailers, we're going to start rotating these up the hill so that Utility can put alignment on them. But they're going to be aware of what you just said, right? No, probably not. There's, they're not. They don't. Uh, not enough people listen to this. Not enough people know it. So you got to go to mdaligned.com and go to the one of the shops on our list and our shop locator list. I can give you uh, whether you get my cell phone, which is my my personal number is five one five. Well, it's my company number. It's right on the side of my truck too. If it's five one five two four zero five four nine nine. Uh, I cannot believe you're actually giving me that number. I was just <laughs> no, joking. I thought, <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Okay. Just, Excuse me. Give me that number again. I'm ready now. Sure. Sure. Five one five. Five one five. Two four zero. Yeah. Five one five two. Okay. Two four zero. Five four nine nine. That's that's uh, that's MD. We were MD alignment. This is the our company. Our, my number, my cell number, uh, our company. Oh, MD alignment. I like it, and and uh, uh, because there's nothing worse than spending money and then and then you still have the problem if you didn't go the right direction. I like it. I like what you're saying. What a heck of a show to stumble onto. I'm, I've, I've uh, added you to my homepage on the, on the phone. And now how often do you run this? Is this a podcast? What am I streaming here? Yeah, so, well, it's sort of a podcast, and it's uh, every week at noon central on Thursdays. We're, we're here doing this. You caught me, oh. just me. Usually it's me and my dad. 
And uh, he's the one that wrote the book on alignment. And uh, he's been doing seminars for years. We've got all sorts of uh, company manufacturer contacts. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a fun show. Here's the thing. Uh, when they hired me uh, to come drag for them, they they said we're gonna we're gonna, they only started a, a trucking company so that they can make sure their meat makes it to where they want it to be, but they wanted to hire me to just do any kind of freight so that they could see if there's money to be made with in trucking. Well, they got rid of the meat company and, and we're we're out here running uh, just long haul because it's so much easier money than what we were yeah. trying to do. So anyway. So uh, uh, I had to teach over the phone the boss how to drive. Because in Idaho, if your company says we will self-teach the driver, all the driver has to do is go take the driver-driven test and and you're a CDL driver. Well, he did. He lied. And then over the phone, I, he, he did. He taught himself how to drive. And, it's, and so I really... You're making me look smarter than I really am when I That's what we're here for. when I let him know. Yeah, there you go. See, I like it. Well, anyway, my guess this is this is great. Uh, every every Thursday at noon, and uh, I'll be I'll be dialing in to hear your show, and it goes for an hour or what? One hour. Yeah. Yep. Cool. And yeah, look for. Uh, thank you for listening, and I'm glad you found. How'd you find us? Well, yesterday, uh, a buddy named uh, Jeff Young, uh, he told me about this uh, different this podcast website that you're on, and uh, then he then he said that down on right now because they're live streaming with Garmin. So so there it was that I ended up getting the call like this with Garmin, and then this morning I pulled you up on and and you were going, and I went, hey, here's another one right here, so. Yeah, it's, uh, so, yeah, and so I'll be, uh, I'll be, uh, I'll be ecstatic to just um, what a bunch of learning experience it is to hear. Uh, I never knew that the seat and the floor is the rear uh, stimulant or, or the steering wheel is in the front. It makes sense now, but I like it. You know, there's, there's a wealth of information going on out there if you just listen for it. I guess. Yeah, 40 years worth of tricks and tips, and we're here to just keep on giving it. Click and clack the, 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 uh, click and, uh, what's their name? Click and clack is our, yeah, those, our heroes, and we're just working in their, uh, footsteps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were funnier than hell. I love those guys. But, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah, so. All right, all right. I'll uh, I'll let you get back out your calls and stuff, and I I thank you. Like I say, uh, this is going to give us some uh, good direction, I think. And I apologize in advance if my boss doesn't call you, if you don't mind me giving him the phone number, so that you can tell him what I can't tell him, but I'm going to tell him, hey, we're going the wrong direction. MD Alignment, is that what your, your franchise is? Yes, that's who, that's who we are. We don't really franchise. We just sell the equipment. But, yeah, it's we are MD Alignment. Interesting. Ah, this is great. Thank you. All right. All right, thank you. Thank All right. You, All right. Yeah, bye. Thanks. All right. 
Well, that was great to hear. And now I'm getting close to the end of my time, so I better hurry up with these other ones. Hold on. Okay, Charlie. Hi, Kevin. Howdy. I have a 16 T660 Kenworth I just bought. It has okay. an air-ride steering axle. Yeah. Um, is that a hard thing to align? No, it's uh, the the steer rocks, the the air ride doesn't really change anything for us. Uh, the air ride changes how it rides, and with the Packard system, I get about a fifty fifty response to whether it's handling well or handling poorly. And I I don't I can't say that there's a, a way a little tip or a trick that's going to take you from the 50% that don't like it to the 50% that do. I think it's just, uh, it's either it's a, a preference or it's a issue with, uh, with the, the, the whole system that it's, uh, it's, it's well designed to work, but it's not well designed to feel like you're riding on a, uh, you know, basketball. <laughs> well, it's not, it's not the ride I'm concerned about. It's the, it's, okay. it's, it's floating. Like yes, yes, it's, it's like, like you're driving a yacht. I I, flip, I switched from a 389 classic 280 inch wheelbase to this 240 inch wheelbase 660. Uh, but mm-hmm. with the air ride, it just doesn't feel right yet. Yeah, that's okay. Well, we can we we can we can uh, make sure the alignment is right. And uh, check the, uh, what year is it? It's a 16. The 16, okay. Uh, so it's got about... The feel in the steering just feels kind of weird. It feels weird, right. We can, we can check it out, but yes, an air ride does feel like you're driving a yacht. You're driving a boat down the road instead of driving a truck. Uh, having a, a solid spring or a, uh, just a straight parabolic spring ride is uh it's a different experience than an air ride um because this actually again, has a spring plus plus four yeah. airbags it's kind of weird yeah so but the the spring like it's a either it's a spring and a half or it's a really thin spring one spring the normal spring setup is two full springs this doesn't use that it's, it uses a a lighter spring but then it uses an airbag that's supposed to make up for that or make it even smoother. And I think the experience that you've got there, it's actually very similar to driving an RV. Um, but it's just, it's a, it's like you're driving a yacht instead of a truck. And you know, some people like it and some people don't. I think it's a feel in the steering box actually. But okay. Yeah. All right. That's All right. I yeah. Go see one of our, one of your guys there. Okay. Sure. Great idea. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Bye. Bye. Yes, that's true. The the um, the air ride we we have we have I, I, the Hendrickson air ride. Even with the hollow tube axle, I get almost no complaints about that. On mostly Freightliners and uh, Volvos, they they seem to have no problem with it. But that Packard. Uh, some people really don't like it. Maybe it's just their experience driving a an, uh, a regular suspension for first and then getting that one, but I don't hear the same thing from people that buy a Volvo. So I don't know. 
All right, tire rotation. I can answer this real quick, and then I got to get going. Hello, tire rotation. Hey, how's it going? Uh, so I just tuned in. Do I just have Mike here? Uh-huh. Are we in a hurry to go, or can I take my time? <laughs> you, you can You can take your time. I can... Okay. All right. So I've got a 01 W900, um, eight bag rear suspension, 285 inch wheelbase. About 30,000 miles ago, I had new steer tires put on. I, well, before I, right before, let me back up. I had kingpins put in. Right before I had the kingpins done, I had new steer tires put on. And it's a tire I never heard of, but it was the only 16 ply tire I could find. It's a Barkley. BL610, 16 ply. So they did the kingpins. Yeah, it's a weird one. Might be a bus tire or something. So they did a great alignment at the uh, shop in Phoenix, the MD affiliate there in Phoenix. And it was was perfect. Slight drift to the right. It's, I think, three seconds till I hit the right line. That was 30,000 miles ago. Um, last week, I was noticing a little bit of difference in my tread depths, so I had my tire guy in Phoenix flip those tires. The tires stayed on the rims, and we just flipped them to the opposite size. Okay. And I picked it up and immediately had a very hard pull to the left and vibration. Okay. And okay. then yeah. a few days or so down the road, I had inside tire wear, inside edge wear. Well, there's here's a couple. Now here's uh, a uh, suggestion because uh, hindsight is twenty twenty. Instead of flipping it on the rim, I would have just swapped the wheels side to side because breaking that's it down. Did. And then, oh, that's did not come off the wheel. Didn't come off. Yes. The, okay. All right. Excellent. All right. All right. And I haven't done that. Now that you now you did you you. Now have a vibration and it's in the steering wheel, correct? I can feel it's like a very high quality massage chair. The seat, <laughs> wheel, the floor. The seat. <laughs> the wheel. Okay. It takes over the truck, but when it starts as you're speeding up, does it start in in the steering wheel? Uh, hard to say. Hard to say. All right. I, well, here's the the thing. Uh, there's a couple possible issues that happened. One is when you rotated, uh, like I was striking earlier about those true balance sleeves, when the drum and the rim got slapped onto the hub, it's possible that it's no longer square up to the hub. That, that there was a change that happened from mounting into one side to mounting to the other side. That's possible. Uh, the other possibility is uh, a, a vibration on the right side of the truck has the telescope through the tie rod, through the other wheel, through the steering gears, and then up to your steering up through the steering wheel to you before you're really mm-hmm. feeling. Uh, if you took a tire that had a little imbalance and then you put it on the driver's side, you're actually feeling it more. Because now all it has to do is telescope right up through the steering wheel. It doesn't have to telescope yeah, from one side of the to the other. So I, those are the two possible reasons that you could be having this problem. What do you do for balance? Um, I was just about to tell you, I, I have had a set of Centromatics on here for 
about 10 years. And when we did that alignment and I had the, the steers put on 30,000 miles ago, I got some wheel centering products. Oh, good. Excellent. So you're, so you're using the true balance and you've got the uh, balance. Uh, you've got the balance medium, the dynamic balance. Yes. So yes. you're doing everything yes. you're supposed to. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, that means that we we now really need to pay attention to where the ba- where the vibration is coming from, and have somebody, especially like I said on left side, make absolutely sure when you spin that wheel, it isn't out of round, and nothing went wrong when it was mounted up, because okay. again, like I say, uh, the left wheel is the one that we have the biggest problems like this with, because you feel it worst. Um, and if everything's going fine there and everything's going fine on the right side, then you have developed a problem in the rear that was completely unassociated with your, your rotating the tires. Okay. So here's some additional information. I drove, uh, from Phoenix to Nebraska and put up with that vibration on that trip and that hard pull, which makes my hand sore. And I went to a love's. And I got the tires put back, rotated back. Okay. And I noticed when I'm pretty sure that the guy that rotated my tires, because I wasn't there when he rotated them, so I couldn't babysit him. I think he'd put at least one of those wheel centering products on backwards. So when you put those on, do you put those on the studs and then flip the wheel over them? Or do you you want to put them in the wheel and put them on? If it's the if it's the uh, the true balance, and it's got that fatter end because it's got a it, it's it's got a fat end that goes inboard all the way to the to mm-hmm. the uh, to the hub because that's what the the drum needs to fit over. If you took that and flipped it around and it was no longer against the uh, uh, centering the drum, then yeah, you'd, you'd you'd have all sorts of problems. Yeah, so I don't we put new true true that way. <laughs> I think he just mashed it on there. Um, so after flipping them back and putting new true balance on, three on each side, the yeah. pole is gone. The truck rides uh, the same down the road, but there's still a little bit of vibration going on, and it feels like it's when I'm uh, at a higher RPM pulling. Right getting up a hill or maybe I'm in 70 to 75 miles an hour and accelerating. And, but it's not near as bad as it was before I got okay. to Nebraska. Well, there's, so, there's, there's two things. One is the thing that I said earlier about if it's on the right side, you don't feel it nearly as much as we do on the left side. So maybe it's just that it's mm-hmm. over there. But then the second thing is what uh, truck is this again? Oh, it's a, it's a, an old it's a, Kenworth. Oh, one. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, one. I, all right. I was going to say there's a there there could be a pinion angle issue uh, that only occurs, but that that, that would uh, the eight bag should not be having that problem. Um, okay. As as long as everything one, was one. put together correctly, it should not change just because of the speed or the torque. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I really. I, I, I think right. we're again going to be talking about the. I mean, you might. It might be a pinion angle or a driveline issue that's only under torque. But again, if it's also only at speed, 
then it's probably that right tire is now. I mean, it, something was done to it when they rotated it. And when they rotated it back, now the tire is actually misshapen. Okay. Uh, here's another quick question before I go. Have you ever seen those Centromatics when they get older? Like, I, I know the medium is still sloshing around in there, but does it wear out inside of there or anything? Yeah, Do they go uh, bad? I, the, if the if the medium does not slosh around, that means that it has leaked out and now everything's bound up. But as long as it's moving yeah. inside there, everything's fine. Yeah, at some point, okay. yeah, the you know, those beads rolling around inside that tube are, are eventually going to cause a leak and then it's gonna fail. Okay. Okay. So I'll keep an eye on my tire wear and uh call back if I think I need to. Okay. Thanks a lot. No problem. All right. Thank you. Thanks for calling. All right. You bet. All right. I've had a full show and now I got to go. Thank you everybody for listening and uh, new listeners and hopefully there'll just keep being more of you out there. Thank you for calling. Goodbye everybody. See you next week.